episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? It's good, dude. Good. I realized How's I, left, your tea? I left the video on. Yeah. Oh, my tea? If yeah. you saw from the intro. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievably hot. <laughs> fucking idiot. Oh, I won't be able to taste pizza for a week. What were you saying about the? You left the TVs on, so we're looking at ourselves. No, you are immediately just staring Coming yourself at you the whole live time. from the sauna in Kyle's living room. I look like shit, though. You think it's hot in here? No, it just looks like we're in a sauna. Oh yeah, it does. With with vegetation. Mm-hmm. What's well, good ambiance for the sauna? Yeah, we're somewhere in northern Sambiance. Canada, in northern BC, way up north, mm-hmm. like about an hour from I the border. An elk in my backyard yesterday. Ate its heart. It's fucking cold here. Cold. It's actually I'm I'm cold every day in the morning. Are you? It's fucking cold out there. My well, I have the option to leave my house in the morning or not. What is what that? What does that mean? It means I'm normally warm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you get to stay fucking. I moved. I'm talking about in my house. I moved rooms from my tiny little attic room to like the big fucking giant room. Who and, gave you that? Well, we all switched around because everyone's like. One of my roommates well, is for in, your wife isn't no because he's in Honduras. He's oh. fucking scuba diving. He's like, man, it, honestly, it's pretty smart. Like on the brink of nuclear war. Why not just go scuba diving for as long as you can? <laughs> I mean, if you're under there, it's minor protection for sure. I don't think so, actually water is no being underwater for a nuclear explosion, I think would be. No, I think you're good. <laughs> you're just good. Honestly, water's so dense. Yeah. It's so dense compared to air. People what if it ex- really underestimate how fucking impossible it is to travel through okay, water. What if they shot one down and it landed in the ocean? Then you'd be like if it went underwater to a depth of Truthfully, like, I it, know the radiation wouldn't be good for you to be around, but would you get all that fallout? Dude, they exploded. You can look at pictures and videos of mm-hmm. them exploding nukes in the water and mm-hmm. it's crazy. Well, if it's by me, I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> because it's a nuke. Okay, but, I just meant in general. But no, I'm saying in general, let's say they explode one I don't know, in Vancouver Island, and you're... I'm saying if I have an underwater bunker, I'm surviving. I'm saying that right now, (laughs) if I somehow have that... How close in the ocean would you be scuba diving? Because he's in the ocean. What if one, like, gets shot down by Cuba? How many feet can you go down reliably with a... I don't know. With, like, a scuba pack? 50. 50 feet. That's it? 200. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, like, 200, (laughs) and you're fucking fine. 200? How long can you stay under there? 200 for... Let's say you have a bunch of tanks... And you'd pr- plan for this. You live on the coast and you're like, fuck it. If I see the rocket, I'm running and diving into the water. Did you get the Amber Alert yesterday? I didn't know what it was. I shut off immediately. You, just, you didn't even read it? Well, no. I just turned my phone back on. Yeah. And it started going off. And I was like, this must be old. Oh. No. It happened. And I thought nuclear war for a second. I was like, it's happening. Oh, I did d- you really? <laughs> yeah. I had zero thought of that and zero panic. It was just some kid I can't believe lost. you they of all him. people are bothered. Uh, what do you mean? There's By nothing nu- you can do about it. I know. It's just just accept it. But it's one of those things that like I've been worried about all the time, you and I'm s- like, it's like it could happen now. It's you finally- sound excited about it, not worried. Um, I'm kind of joking with you right now. I'm not excited about it. <laughs> I'm fucking terribly terrified, dude. What do you have to lose? No, not well. Mostly, I'm talking about surviving the first explosions. Oh, kill yourself. <laughs> you can't anymore. Why not? Because everyone, be t- I got a wife now. You have to wait till she dies. That's the rule. Kill her first. People do that all the time. <laughs> I know. People do that all the time. 
<laughs> it is so selfish. Well, sorry. <laughs> like people who go fuck it and checking out, might as well kill my whole family too. They can't survive without me. Like the arrogance in that. <laughs> yeah. Like people who have a job and their job sucks and everyone can do their job, but like if I if I have to go to work today, nothing will happen. I was like, if you don't go to work today, nothing will change and they'll realize they don't need you. That's what'll happen. It on a small scale, but then when everybody does it, all of a sudden society collapses. <clears throat> right? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, there's complicated jobs that regular people have that we do not have. Wasn't that the lesson we learned of COVID though, that everyone needs to go to work? You're essential. Please drive the trucks. No, those jobs are essential. Yeah. I'm talking about everyone we know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who do we know that has a job that matters if they go into work? Fucking veterinarians and pet store workers. That's, That's basically it. it. Yeah. <laughs> They're essential. Those dogs can survive without their treats. You play poker. That's not essential. It can be less essential. I know. That's what I mean. There um, must... there. That is like... If, if I go... Let's say net human positive or negative yeah. and try to think of the positives on playing poker, right? At the very edge of anything reasonable of an argument, you could be like, well, it's entertainment. And if no one plays, it's not entertainment. But that's it. There's nothing. <laughs> you don't that's even, not even a good argument. You but don't even stream it. Hmm? Stream it. Why don't you No, I mean for it? the people you're playing with. I understand. Like for the love of competition, it'd be like playing chess if none of the good chess players were playing, right? There'd, there'd either be a new... Like fucking Leader formation board. of new, better players, yeah. or just be the worst shit of all time. Yeah, you need competition. Yeah, but so that's like the <laughs> the only argument is competition. That's it. Why don't you stream your uh, poker? I just thought of this now. I was going to years ago, but no one watches it on Twitch. The biggest streamers get under a hundred. Yeah, I guess. Why would you want to watch someone win thirty bucks? Well, it's not even that. There's there's people streaming reasonable stuff, reasonable stakes. Yeah, uh, they like giving tips the whole time or what yeah and they weren't good at it but i was like if that's the market cap i don't have the arrogance to think that i'm gonna drive a new market cap into this fucking <laughs> poker's dead okay <laughs> effectively it's dead it was cool in 2003 it was so cool for a while it was the coolest shit ever no one cares anymore you know what's more fun than poker chess. every video game now <laughs> yeah chess is not more fun than poker it's, i will disagree it's pretty great um but. Do you remember what we read about last week, Kyle? I know we finished the names. We finished the names. We, we read started about a story. Saul. We we read the story of, of Saul taking his life from a now third perspective. So we have three different versions of what's happened to poor Saul, and we have to, as people that want to get to heaven, discern which is the right one and, and follow in accordance. Or find a way to make the Bible be true. To get into heaven, if you were really studying this, like as uh, I need to know this to get into heaven, you could kind of ignore 95% of it. Yeah. The to be perfectly honest with you, you could just ignore most of it because none of it really says it matters that much. And then God goes, this is the thing that matters. Worship me for eternity. So I go, okay, I guess I'm just blowing God forever. Yeah. And then I'll get into heaven. That's You actually summarize Christianity very well. The Bible's kind of stupid. In the sense that it paints all these lessons you're supposed to learn through these stories that have survived history. And then they go, but none of that matters. Suck God's dick. Yeah, but it's it's my favorite. It's the Christianity's absurdity summed up in two sentences. You're saved by grace. There's nothing you can do to save yourself. <laughs> yeah. But you have to follow me. So you have to do something in order to be saved by grace. But you do that one little thing and then you're saved by grace. Mm -hmm. So Also, he knows your heart, though. Yeah. So if you don't really mean it. You're fucked. Shoot. 
So you have to like brainwash yourself. That, you have to psychologically torture yourself. I'm, I'm watching this new TV show. I watched it already. It's called, I can't remember what it's called. I want to say it's called Severed because I think I'm, I keep on thinking it's called that, but it's not. Severance, maybe? Doesn't matter. Okay, tell us what it's about. The we'll plot be to... is fucking cool as shit. Okay. So in the future, uh, companies that try to, this, this one specific company, I guess, are trying to protect their IP so much so that they, they, uh, they're like, put IP a chip in, uh, their intellectual property. Okay. <clears throat> Like I, for their business? I thought you were talking about <laughs> IP addresses. No. I'm like, just get one of those fucking disguisers. Dude, we're talking business now. Okay. We're talking fake business. <laughs> okay, so they're trying to... They're trying to protect their IP so much that they plant a chip in some of their employees in the more secretive areas. If they work the more secretive areas of their business. So they retain no memories on the outside while they're at work, but they retain all their memories at work, but they have no memories of outside work. So they effectively have two different entire beings because if you don't remember anything, you, it doesn't exist. That's what consciousness is. Yeah, so the people at work only exist to wake up at work every single day and work all day with no memories of the outside relationships, anything. Why do they even go outside of work? Doesn't it seem like an e obvious loophole to just live at work until the project's done? Hmm? But they live there forever. <laughs> okay. The P and they're when they go up the elevator, the chip in their brain switches over into the other okay. person that only lives not at work. They never have to exist at work. So they have a whole outside life and an inside life, same yeah. person. Yeah, but they don't remember it. So it's effectively two different people. Okay. Who morph. And then he, so that sounds like an interesting premise. Then what happens? What were we talking about before that? <laughs> I don't know. I totally forgot my point. I had one, though. What were we talking about right before that? We're talking about Saul's three versions of his... Oh, we had to make the Bible make true, make the Bible make sense for your eternal soul. Then we're talking about <laughs> you're saved by grace, but also by works. Nope. It's gone forever. <laughs> Anyways, cool TV show. You want to check it out. It might be called Severance. Maybe. <laughs> This is, this is Conrad level podcasting right here. No, it's way better. Just in tone alone. The tonality is leagues above. Oh, if you are desperate. See, I said it like it was a real point. <laughs> I had you all sucked in and then I completely forgot what the fuck I was talking about. Oh, man. Our scene is exploding. There's a new podcast. It's called Toxic. Hot Toxic. Hot Toxic. Which sounds like hot topic. If you can get further than five minutes in, you that's, a I think, a personal record. You know those videos in the early 2000s where it's like they it got more fucked up? Each video got more fucked up and it's like, could you last the full 10 minutes? Mm -hmm. The video watching people <laughs> die? This is worse than that. I honestly tried. I was like, okay, this will be this will be at least funny, right? See, I tried too, but I like him, so it hurt <laughs> to watch my friend do that to himself. <laughs> Why should you listen to this podcast? I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a good reason. And then I thought he was making it up, and I shut out after I shut down after this it was until I realized he wrote notes. <laughs> uh, say I don't know what the fuck I'm doing a lot. Say I'm retarded a lot. Yeah. Um, See, I got a lot of. So here's here's a little. Uh, I got two little uh, little seeds I'm about to plant here. I might be on the next episode of Hot Talks. <laughs> To be recorded this week. And also, there's a whole new Kyle, podcast coming. You're to tethered to me. You're bringing my brand down by doing that fucking podcast. Oh, no. It'll be very funny. <laughs> okay. It'll be very funny as I ruin what's left of that podcast live. <laughs> okay.
And then, what's your other seat? Uh, there's another podcast coming to the grapevine that's actually good. What's, what's I, I'm just going to tease it right now. It's not out yet. but uh, I want to know. I can't tell you. Tell me. Tease it. I'll tell you after. Don't tell them. Tell me I'll right tell you now. After. Fuck nope. you. Okay, so yeah, Saul took Very his own funny. life. It's coming. <laughs> that's, I mean, you have to give us, what's the subject matter? I can't tell you yet. Okay. I do know it, but. <laughs> I do know it. It is, there is it a is subject. It is a thing I know. It's do, not like the whole know? severance <laughs> yeah, thing. Do you know? <laughs> okay, so Saul took his own life, and um, we kind of talked about the differences a little bit, but we're going to talk how about. Do you, how do you kill, he broke his neck trying to suck his own dick? Um, no, he had samurai himself. Uh, so double he, samurai. He took his sword and fell on it, or the Amalekite killed him, or he got his armor bearer to kill him. So it's one of those three of those. I like swan diving onto your own sword, <laughs> and then making your slave do it too. I was thinking about like that's fucking pretty hardcore to like stab. There's yourself. nothing that would be about to happen to me where I'd be able to physically do that. <laughs> I've not been trained emotionally through my easy life in Canada to be able to. Ha- I couldn't do it. Yeah, I could not do it. Like just like you put the end in the ground and then you lean on it. You'd have to like really do it because if you don't do it hard enough. If there was like two lanes, right? <laughs> so much pressure. You got to hit the right spot. What if I just disembowel myself? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> So, if there's two lanes and one was jumping on my own sword, yeah. and the other one, if I didn't do that in time, a steamroller would slowly, at half a mile an hour... Feet up? N- yeah. Like, go from my feet up to my head, and then push me out my guts through my mouth like yeah. a tube of toothpaste, <laughs> I still wouldn't be able to jump on the sword. That would just happen to me. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That is intense. Knowing it's coming, I couldn't jump on that sword. Do you know what my parents told me? I don't know if this is true or not, but it's a story my parents told me. My parents love to tell me about martyrs. I just, this is like a thing that you just Christianity loves people sacrificing themselves, right? Yeah. Well, they're heroes. They're like, look how much faith. Remember, faith is the most important thing you can have. Believing for no reason. Even if you're wrong. Even if you end up being wrong. Well, in their mind, they're not wrong, but they can't prove it. But the ones who believe the hardest, that's the best virtue that they have. We're right. I can't prove it, but the more I believe, the more I get. But faith gets crushed all the time. Oh, it does. People who pray to get a job and then immediately don't get it. Oh, it's they. They go. They didn't have enough faith. Imagine that being the complex in your brain, though. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, I just got to believe more next time. I didn't believe hard enough. That's my problem. I didn't plan and I wasn't qualified for the job. That has nothing to do with it. God loves me. And faith. And then, dude, there's this, yeah, the whole, like, abusive boyfriend thing we keep coming back to. The, like, I must be doing something wrong. I got to be a better person. It's a really negative way to live your life. I'm changing my perspective on God. He's a pimp now. He's a pimp? Yeah. You just... We're all his fucking hoes, dude. That's kind of it. People with the most. Worship me, bitch. The Christians are the, or the Jews, maybe. Bottom bitch, for sure. Okay, so, what the fuck were we just talking about? I know God being a pimp. No. Um, the fucking whatever. So Saul. Oh, we're t- jumping on the sword and stuff. So yeah, he took his own life. Oh yeah. So the martyrs. Fucking martyrs. That's mm-hmm. what I was talking about. So I had a book called Jesus Freaks and it was a stories of martyrs. And one of the stories was like these uh, missionaries in China who were run over by a steamroller. And they sang like, you know, hymns as the thing was running them over. And then as they were like run over, like everyone in the village became a Christian the next day and some shit like that. Like there's always some sort of like Mm. fucking lesson or like they their lives mattered or somebody's life was changed. I got a hot take for that. Yeah. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. I know. Not even a little bit. Do I believe that? But there are legit 
martyrs that did like yeah but if i saw people do that yeah i wouldn't be like that's That's the god i want (laughs) i'd be like that's the god i don't want so i do that i worship him and he runs me over with a steamroller and the reason he does it is so i believe it well it's not him it's the bad people running them over and then they're you know their hearts were but god's letting it happen god's no he yeah exactly he used that fucking tragedy why didn't he soften their hearts right before (laughs) right and he's demonstrated he can do that with abraham and fucking uh jacob right when he's gonna kill him god's like whoa don't kill your son for real god's like just for laughs gags but the bad thing actually happens each time (laughs) and it's horrible (laughs) it's way worse (laughs) uh so, so it's like, imagine pitching that to God. Like, you're just like, you're he's a CEO and you're his employees. Okay, so we're gonna convert <laughs> some more people in this village. So we're gonna get these steamrollers. We're gonna we're gonna run you over. And he's like, oh, and then you're gonna stop at the last minute, right? And he's like, no, no, no. But you have like unlimited power, and you can just you can like, there's a way we can do it where you don't have to run me over to steamroller. And he's like, yeah, but we're not but gonna do it that way. Case. No, no, we're not. <laughs> why fuck you that's why man mother Teresa, i'm gonna give so many people diseases that you're just gonna have to spend your entire life in the gutter sewers of india mm-hmm. just helping people with diarrhea and people are gonna think that's beautiful and worship me because of it like as a as a as a figure throughout history yeah she gets like glorified and also shit on partly now mm-hmm I think it was Hitchens that wrote that to yeah. scathing essay on yeah, him. Yeah, I love Hitchens. Yeah. Taken down. That guy was the ultimate just piece of shit. No, let's, I fucking... Let's stay on, on the, the Mother Teresa thing. Yeah. So, she... Uh, I don't blame her for this, but if you if you want to make her not a human being into whatever mythical figure she is, then I do blame her. Yeah. So, she does all the good stuff in her own mind. And even if you say she does it poorly yeah. for the wrong motives... I don't really care. She was in the shit. She was in it. Yeah. So, and they said she wasn't nice to them or whatever. I don't. I don't. That I don't give a shit about. Yeah. The thing I do care about is the fucking world tour she took, getting wined and dined by the celebrities of the world. If you're truly doing it altruistic, altruistically to God, yeah. even if you're slugging through it like you were at the beginning, this sucks. Even though it sucks, this is what I have to do to get into heaven. Getting toured around like a fucking world celebrity is kind of not part of that. So at the end of her life, I'll defend that actually because mm-hmm. uh, there's a weird dynamic that happens in charitable work, and I've seen this firsthand in working for my dad and elsewhere. That in order to like actually make them or get the most, there's there's almost no nice way to sound it. Like you're not trying to scam people, but in order to make the most money or get the most donations, you yep. have. People aren't attracted to the, let's say you're one guy building the orphanage with your own hands and tools, okay? Mm-hmm. It's very hard for anybody to, like, give that. You have to, those stupid fucking banquets that they have where it's at a nice place with famous people, mm-hmm. that actually makes the most money. Now, how that money's distributed, that's a whole nother thing and people are corrupt as fuck. But the, like, the glamour side of raising money Exists and is real, but I'm I so, agree so, that on a human being level, I totally understand why that's necessary. so by her tour by getting the real Mother Teresa mm-hmm. to tour at these events, they probably raised a fuck ton more money than if she stayed in the ghettos of India helping people with her own hands. Absolutely, yeah. So that's the just doesn't that go against 
It kind of does. I mean, if you're talking, that's where you get it. That's okay. So that's like a kind of a fundamental philosophical point of the utilitarians who, how do we impact the most or do the most good or to the deontologists who are like, do the right thing always, no matter what, which is kind of what I lean towards now. If you're, if you're God fearing, then do the right thing. Don't fucking do. Yeah, exactly. Also, isn't. And everyone has to behave like that for Bible doesn't really respect results. It kind of respects motive. The process. Yeah. You're really, truly right. God, that's... Doesn't give a fuck what happens. It's how you did it. And in fact, bad things are most of it. There's a lot of bad things that God causes. (laughs) And you're just like, yeah, how was your heart through all those bad things? (laughs) Job, I killed your whole family, burned down your house, and took away all your livestock. Yeah, do you still love me? (laughs) Yeah. It's so the point. Okay. Oh, I remember the thing from the show. (laughs) (laughs) So, because these people spend their whole life locked in work only, they only exist in work, and since the people on the outside are the ones getting paid, the people eventually do not want to work for no reward. They're slaves. They're literal slaves. And they can't physically torture them. Because the outside people will also get physically tortured. Yeah. Right? The people who are collecting the benefit from it. So they psychologically torture them. And they torture them. It reminded me very much of just reading the Bible over and over again. They make them read this passage of how they're sorry to the business. They make them apologize. And they have them on a lie detector test. And they can't leave till they pass it. So they're there for days. They have Reading the same thing over and over and over again. And it wasn't, it's not true when they start. <clears throat> it becomes true. But it becomes true through yeah. brainwashing. And it reminded me exactly of just reading the Bible over and over, especially as like a kid. God has no favorites except it's us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just say contradictory It doesn't make things. sense, but if you read it over and over and over again, it'll make sense to your fucking brainwashed brain. Oh, man. And yeah. Hey, we got there. We did, It did tie it all together. It. That martyr thing, it, I don't really have another point other than how crazy it is. It's just crazy. Like when I look back on it now, just like I haven't really thought about that in a minute mm-hmm. to like celebrate people who died for their beliefs, I guess. is Well, no- you know why they did it. Yeah. Because now there's reward in death. Yeah, in whereas the, there was yeah, none before. Your, your eternal reward. And I don't think people believe that. See, I, I think a little bit of people don't believe they might not go to heaven. But if they die and the rest of the people that are still alive think it's really cool what they did, you can live with that. Yeah, you have your legacy. It's why, it's why rich Dude, people build statues of themselves. It also says greater is your reward in heaven. So people get rewarded at different levels in heaven, which is, <laughs> I know. Is that really my heaven then? Well, you just didn't, you didn't do enough good stuff. So gr- not as great. Look, you can't be jealous because we're in heaven, but I have more stuff than you. I have a bigger reward. That's a heaven I can believe in truly, to be honest. A heaven where everyone Capitalist gets, heaven? Yeah, because a heaven where everyone exists- purely for like their own thing they're in their own simulation if your own heaven if your best if your best life best existence sorry eternal existence is your own heaven and everyone gets that then no one's in heaven together dude then everyone's with ai robots in heaven who are just doing whatever their version of heaven what are you gonna do in heaven like i was just thinking of capitalist heaven I don't know. You just live in capitalist heaven for. Yeah, but like, can you like build a bigger house? Can you make it? Yeah, you can in capitalist heaven. So you're constantly. I buy more clouds than you. Now I own your clouds, bitch. (laughs) So it's basically sim civilization in heaven. You're building. Taz is blowing dudes in the fucking park in heaven. (laughs) No, that's illegal. God (laughs) hates that. Well, he's virtually blowing them then from a distance. You can't. 
<laughs> you can't do that. He's fingering their butt, but he has he disguised it as a doctor's office, and he's giving them all proctology exams because <laughs> you still get cancer in heaven. Wow, that's a- bad things have to happen in heaven for it to be good. Also, what if you were a gay proctologist that never acted on it but did get off to doing that? Is that a sin? No, jackpot. No, that's a Christian literal jackpot. That's a Christian conundrum right there. I'd like to ask that question to a youth leader. If you enjoyed it, yeah, he enjoyed it. That's the whole part. So yeah, it's got to be the sin is the enjoying. That's the sin. Mm-hmm. Having fun, sin is sin. Yeah, I mean that's a perfect occupation. If you don't know the guy's loving it, because if you know he's loving it, you're going to be pretty uncomfortable getting your, getting your prostate fingered. I'd, like, it's going to be a little weird if he's like, oh, if he's like, Gro- oh, yeah. Oh, let's try two fingers. If he's like really getting all oh, your prostate feels good. It's very, it's a real healthy one. Do you know you can like when you like push on your prostate and like stuff comes out your dick, which can happen. Mm. It's not come. What is it? It's the lubrication that comes out before you come. Okay. You know, pre-cum is just lube for your, like, dick hole. So, apparently, your prostate's full of that shit, and if you press on it from the inside, that's what it is. Weird. Uh, mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> I'm going to go uh, read about that some more when I get home, maybe. No, you don't need to read about it. You need to go into the shower, <laughs> <laughs> lube up your finger, Come and on. get it up there. <laughs> get in here. I don't believe for a fact that your wife hasn't gotten a finger up there at least a little bit. I don't believe that for uh, one second. A gentleman doesn't kiss and tell, Kyle. <laughs> David becomes king of Israel, First Chronicles 11. Uh, all Israel came together at Hebron and said, we are your fle- we are your own flesh and blood. In the past, while Saul was king, you were the one who led Israel on their military campaigns. That's referring to uh, King David, remember, was a general in Saul's army before he uh, ever became king, right? He killed Goliath. Oh, yeah, right, Then right. he did a bunch of sweet missions, and they were singing the songs. Saul has slayed his thousands, but David is tens That's of actually how Putin became king. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, with a false flag attack military action dude. <laughs> yeah bombing apartment so david bombed some shepherds buildings some taverns sheds and then took over in a false flag operation i would love to talk to some russians because i feel like it's uh it's like north korea with but they have access what to, are the ch- sorry but dude. they have access to the outside world so i don't think they believe all the crazy putin shit apparently younger ones don't what are the chances we can get talk to ivan baltag the ukrainian if we change his name <laughs> and don't out him on the uh, fucking podcast. We could probably talk to him. Okay, well, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, what are you talking about? One hundred. Where is he right now? Uh, Toronto. And what's he talk? He can't talk about that. Uh, I remember once uh, had him on the. He, yeah, he didn't. His family and shit. Okay, right. But they're at war now, so his family would be in danger already. Like he's not worried about the Russian government taking his family for doing our podcast. He. Is irrationally would that would be a complete irrational fear? But yeah, that would be the fear. Uh, I'm irrationally. I think it's a rational fear. Well, you're already at war with Russia, so there's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but you know what Putin owns on record? What? Like he's rumored to be one of the wealthiest people in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think he's as wealthy as some of the Saudi kings <clears throat> or whatever princes. What, what is wealth in this case? Like has the most stuff. Because uh, like money or represented wealth, like, well, here's it's it's not a representative. It's it's what can you buy with it? Yeah, right. So he is rumored to Couldn't have buy Ukraine. 
Could not. <laughs> Ukraine has a lot of resources. Yeah, couldn't buy it. But um, he is rumored. Well, Elon Musk is gonna is might buy Twitter. That would be something. And he can, because he's worth two hundred seventy billion dollars. Would the guy sell it to him though, or he can just force buy? Well, it? the guy that owns Twitter is uh, Jack, Dorsey. Jack Dorsey. Is actually, I know, like Twitter stepped back, but they stepped back the least amount. And I think he got pushed out of his own company a little bit. I think Jack Dorsey is pretty free speech. From everything I've seen of him back in the day, he keeps kind of quiet now. Yeah. He was very open to not censoring shit. I ha- That's I why he allowed on porn all- on Twitter yeah, forever. I watched, I watched him on all the platforms, basically. He did. He did a okay. bunch of, Yeah, he did one with Lex. He did one with Joe Rogan. Did he? Yeah, he did okay, one with I haven't Sam seen him Harris. for a long time. These are Yeah, these are all like five, ten years ago. Oh, okay. So like, But it was like at the beginning of the BLM, like trump era mm-hmm. he went he did kind of a tour of podcasts and talked about all those things and he yeah seemed genuinely like contrite and just like i don't know what the fuck to do it's kind of like well you have in the united states for better or worse i understand why this has to be like this in like a capitalist system is that your number one your number one uh people you uh <clears throat> speak to whatever you want to call it the people you serve within your company or your stockholders mm-hmm. So if you're making decisions, even though you think it's the betterment for humanity, but it's worse for your stockholders, that's illegal. That's got to we got to change that law somehow. Well, the reason is is so people can't manipulate shit from the inside to benefit them and not their stockholders. That's why the law exists. Mm-hmm. So then, how do you write that to mean? Because then you can everything. I don't know. Because then everything you do by excuse, you could say is for the betterment of, of humanity, course. right? So that's the loophole. And I mean, you can use it the other way. I mean, mm-hmm. You can use profit. So he left everything open. Leaving porn on Twitter was objectively worse for Twitter for a long time. All the other companies caught up a lot because they were getting shit on for having porn. Yeah. It was like, it was a problem. Like 15 years ago, it was a huge problem for Twitter. People forget that Twitter popped up, got reasonably popular, and then absolutely crashed. What do you think the percentage of the world that watches porn is? The percentage that admits it or the percentage, no, the percentage in the that survey? watches it. Watches it. Over what age? Because uh, uh, I don't want to factor in like over 14? Whatever. Sure. 18? How about over 18? I'm just talking about percentage of the world that views fucking porn. Over 18? I'm going to say something like 95%. And the 5% comes from the uncontacted, don't don't have a lot of internet so type places. So you think pretty much everybody's watching. I think I think so too. By the way, out of people that have internet, I think it's literally legitimately one in ten thousand that doesn't watch porn. I would like to I would like to know that because or are we talking about consistently or have ever watched it? I'm talking about watches it like from you know once a month or more. That's a little less. Two percent of the world doesn't that has internet. <laughs> yeah. So one in fifty. So everybody's doing it. So why are we making it illegal? I don't know, but I do. I don't think it should be illegal, but I think it is bad. I think it's bad too. <laughs> so I don't believe in making laws if it doesn't hurt anybody directly. If the people are making, I think it is indirectly hurting people. Yeah. But if it's not hurting you directly, I don't believe in making laws against it. I believe it hurts the people that take the easy out for OnlyFans, and I feel like it hurts the people that jerk off. Eight times a day. Yeah. But that's your own fucking choice. And I believe you can make bad choices. Okay. So. Oh, yeah. Man, we're getting into the... If we get into, like, individual choice thing... I believe in your right to make bad decisions. Do heroin if you want. 
I think the only responsibility a society has is to let you know that it's not good. So that applied, though. So what about that pharmaceutical company that's kind of being sued right now for mm-hmm. the opioid epidemic? And they've taken a lot of. See, I'm getting over well, my head. I, I don't think I don't think it's a problem, except for the part that them overprescribing it intentionally, knowing it was bad. Yeah, so that so they were they rev- they hid information. But they they their excuse is your exact excuse. They're no, no, no. Afraid to choose. I think their only responsibility is to show how bad it is. Like I said yeah. with the heroin thing, that's the only responsibility is to not hide the negative effects, which they they did, that. which they did constantly. Yeah, that was bad. I don't think the opioid thing would have been as bad as it was if they had been open with their own studies. This feels so, awesome, and it's going to kill you. Yeah. Tell people that. It's very addictive in our studies, and it will help you if you can manage it. If you can't, you might have a full-blown life problem. <laughs> so I think that's a reasonable thing to say to somebody. A full-blown life problem. Yeah, you might for the rest of your life, you might be addicted to fucking heroin. That's a hilarious summation. Look, it's going to help your pain, but you might have a full-blown life problem. Mm-hmm. So... That's the potential side effect. Okay, we've read one verse. We've like, got to get back to this. If it's a pack of smokes, right? <laughs> if it's like a pack of smokes, you're putting the worst case effects on it. Yeah. You take one Oxycontin, you're blowing dudes under the bridge. Like that's the, <laughs> that's the, on the pack of smokes is you're blowing like up. There's like plaque on their dick. It's so gross. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's on the pack of smokes. Is, now is that pornography? Can we put it on a case? Like what would the children think? You blur it out like the Asians. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so all is so David so uh, all Israel came together uh, to David at Hebron. We are in your own flesh. So what happened last chapter? I, maybe I'll go back. Mm-hmm. Saul died because he was unfaithful to the Lord. He did not keep the word of the Lord and yep. even consulted a medium for guidance. He didn't die because he jumped on his own sword. No, 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 no. Well, the reason he jumped on his own sword is because God set up the situation for Saul to choose to jump on his own sword. Rube Goldberg again. <laughs> it's very Rube Goldberg. <laughs> And uh, in the past, so now we're going, uh, First Chronicles 11, verse 2. In the past, even while Saul was king, you were the one who led Israel on their military campaigns. That's you being David. <clears throat> and the Lord your God said to you, you will shepherd my people Israel. You will become their ruler. Now, you notice something very clever there. David was a shepherd when he was a boy, right? They came and got him from being a shepherd. And now mm-hmm. he's the shepherd of his people. That's a metaphor that carries on forever even to jesus is the the lord is my shepherd i shall not want and it starts here um well god's actually been using sheep all the way back shepherd a prestigious no it's a very lowly job you're fucking following sheep around it it's literally you're following sheep around you're like wherever they graze that's where you go was it kind of an insult back then where yeah the sheep part of the metaphor considered dumb people yeah yeah morons back then too yeah so like he was a sheep. So you're leading morons. He's How is a, that a good thing? He's a jep. Yeah, it's like he's a janitor that worked his way to CEO. That's the ethic they're trying to instill. That's how it's a good thing. It's like people on the internet who just love Kim Kardashian. I mean, she's not even a good example. There's way dumber people <laughs> than Kim Kardashian. But my point is the people that follow, or like the- a guy like Nikita Khrushchev in the Soviet Union who came from like a peasant that came to rule the Soviet Union, or like. I mean, David. Yeah, but you're still calling everyone that follows him an idiot, right? No, you're not necessarily. He okay. could be a smart shepherd. They're smart janitors, dude. You know, will statistically less statistic- than smart e- surgeons. Exactly, but some people get thrown a shit hand yeah, and they true. work their way from the bottom. That's the ethic. I just meant not a in the moron in the analogy, since sheep herders a shepherd is a bad job. Yeah, and sheep are stupid. 
But you I kind of assumed that it so yeah, translated you assumed the all opposite. the way You should assume <clears throat> that he was such a hard worker that he was even able to get out of being a shepherd and be the king of all, all right. Israel. But he still says, now you're shepherding these people, kind of calling them well, she- that, that's <laughs> In that sense, that's just a metaphor and an analogy that everyone would understand. The, mm-hmm. she- the shepherd looks after the sheep. And Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. You're the sheep. Follow me. And yeah, kind of, you have to be dumb. Follow me because be like mm-hmm. a child. Honestly, be dumb like a child. And then you, if your adults don't get into heaven, have learned nothing, don't understand critical thinking, and believe everything you hear. That's it. That is the <laughs> message. All right. So, uh, verse three when all the elders of Israel had come to King David and hey, Taz, Hebron, real quick, do you believe in God now? Yeah. They don't, they don't make you do that? Yeah. Okay. He made a compact with them at Hebron before the Lord, and they anointed David king over Israel, as the Lord had promised through Samuel. David conquers Jerusalem. Now we get a lot of the same stories just from, it's like kind of a new perspective. Mm-hmm. This is like a flashback. It's movie. like when you have uh, multiple uh, cameras filming the same yeah, protest. Ex- except, <laughs> or police brutality. Except maybe the cameras are at the same place, but on different days, and they get different things, and they represent the same day. <laughs> <laughs> when they film completely different things yeah, that don't make they completely it, contradict each other yeah but you have they put them in the same documentary okay so it's like two court stenographers trying to sketch but one of them's really bad at it yeah one of them's wrong one of them's just completely wrong but they they match sometimes anyways mm-hmm. david and all the israelites marched to jerusalem that is jebus the jebusites <laughs> <laughs> that's hell what yeah it dude. says in brackets in parentheses jebus that is jebus Oh, that rules. (laughs) The Jebusites who lived there said to David, you will not get in here. Nevertheless, David captured the fortress of Zion, the city of David. So in three sentences. I think of Jebus as Down syndrome Jesus. A lot of people died there. So uh, Jerusalem, which didn't used to belong to Israel, they stole that from the Jebusites and then they renamed it Jerusalem. So that was a genocide that just happened in one paragraph that they just walked over. Well, it was a justifiable genocide. Yeah. David had said, whoever leads the attack on the Jebusites will become commander-in-chief. Joab, son of Zariah, went up first, so he received the command. David then took up residence in the fortress, and so it was called the City of David. He built up the city around it, and the support from the supporting terraces to the surrounding wall, while Joab restored the rest of the city. And David became more and more powerful, because the Lord Almighty was with him. David's mighty men. These were the chiefs of David's mighty men. They, together with all Israel, gave his kingship strong support to the to extend it over the whole land, as the Lord has promised. This is the list of David's mighty men. Jashobim, the Hekonomite, was chief of the officers. He raised his spear against 300 men whom he killed in one encounter. Yeah, that seems plausible. <laughs> 300. You think you're at least your spear would get dull by like 100? Sometimes it gets stuck in the ribs. That was like a huge problem for people in World Wars One and Two. Bayonets getting stuck in ribs. I so believe that they uh, they used the entrenching tool was a much more effective effective hand to hand weapon. So this guy, what, a, a shovel, yeah, a shovel, the sharpened shovel. They fucking cleave somebody's head in half with one of those <laughs> fucking things. That's that's a fucked up thing to find out mid war that your weapon just sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but this guy was able to kill 300 people with a spear. So one mm-hmm. at one time. What do you think it was made of back uh, then? Uh, wood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Well, it probably had an iron head. They talk about okay. the iron heads right. of the spears. So a wooden shaft with an Does iron. Does he have a sharpening stone? Is he taken in time to sharpen this? Um. After every like twenty guys, he's got to resharpen. Yeah, let uh, let's. How long does it take to kill one guy with a spear? A well, we have we have layered like perfect carbon now in our knives. Let's say they're laying. And you there. couldn't stab five people with that before that thing's fucking. What if dull. they're laying there strapped to the <clears> ground, <throat> just like defenseless, and you you got three you have to kill three hundred with a spear? Go. How long would that take you? Stab them all in the jugular. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty soft. Okay. So, but still, how long would it take me? Yeah. I've actually sp- speed run this a few times. Uh, <laughs> I could do it in under five. Five, under five minutes? minutes, yeah. Three hundred? Easy, dude. Okay, let's talk about that in one seconds. a second. I'm shuffle stepping sideways. They're no, all in a line. You can't do and one. And I'm a second. fucking poking one a second. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, now so they're... one a second, right? Okay, so that's strapped down. That's now... literally exactly five minutes. <laughs> okay, they're naked. They're naked, yeah. but they're not strapped down, and but they're resisting. So now, and they're but it's one at a time. I've also speed run this. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're strapped down how are they resisting strapped down they're not resist now well <clears throat> they can't resist strapped down that's why you're able to do one a second now mm-hmm. i'm making upping the difficulty yeah they, they don't have any w- weapons or armor they're naked but they're single file they're single file i'm running the other way i'm running the other direction because i'm man? fucked 300 naked no, people and one spear no but okay no you're in a big room. oh they can't they yeah. can't go past single file yeah, yeah it's fucking darth maul against the f- qui-gon and fucking Obi Wan, you're locked out there. I'm gonna be perfectly honest with you. I lose my spear within six guys. <laughs> <laughs> it gets taken away from me almost immediately. I have to fight five guys. They're gonna try grabbing at it. Yeah, I have to have pinpoint accuracy to like. Well, this guy was able to do 300 okay. armed so men. So here's what I'm doing. I'm not wear- at the same time. Here's my strategy with the spear down the hallway. They're gonna expect me to go for like their neck. Yeah, I'm taking out their knees. I'm stabbing their knees, and yeah. then I'm going. I'm wearing them down. I gotta so, make like, them weak. Yeah, I'm stabbing their knees. Disable, so now they, kill. They Disable, naturally, kill. yeah, grab their knees, and but now now the three guys have seen their buddies go down by the knees. So now now I gotta change my strategy up. <laughs> so I'm gonna get to about twenty dudes out of these three hundred before there's just guys grabbing the spear each time. You think of that kind of stamina? I guess I'm just disputing the how long it would take. I think it would take. I think a, it's fucking ten, impossible. Ten minutes per guy. That's, you know, six an hour. How long is that? Or five minutes per guy? Like, okay, let's, a UFC round. Let's assume the fact that if you just stab someone back then, they're going to die of sepsis or okay. something, right? Sure. Bacterial infection immediately. So if you Anywhere just. Anywhere in the chest. You just gash them, they're fucked. Then maybe he could do it. I'm Going just, around poking people. 300 <clears throat> would take all day. Yeah, probably. It would be like, uh, yeah, that's an. Incredible. I mean, I don't, I don't think the suspension of disbelief is. Fuck, he took all day. Well, remember when S- Samson killed a thousand? I don't think that could be done. No. He killed uh, no seven hundred. How many did Genghis Khan kill? Because he did that exact thing. He lined them up. Yeah, but he had. If an you just army, had your boys, he had an army holding them for you. We're talking about one guy, and no, Genghis Khan didn't kill them himself. He would say, "Kill this entire city of five hundred thousand people." So he d- divide up ten thousand people. Bring me. Uh, 50 ears each and they'd all have to fucking kill 50 people and that took all day do you think you could tell the difference between right and left ears yeah you could very like no, i know but do you think he's counting each one not really i think his officers counted each one and i dude he they, he was a purportedly so strict that if the guy in front of you dropped his bowstring while like fighting in battle and the guy behind him didn't pick it up 
the whole unit was executed. So I don't believe anyone's taken ear. That's a good point. Ear shortcuts on old Genghis Khan there. Yeah, you got to work as a team. Yeah. I mean, that's that's number one. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure. That's yeah, athletics right there. So this guy killed 300 <clears throat> people at once. I'm not going to win any championships. This used to be my favorite part of the Bible. By the way, this was like when I was a kid. These were this was like the comic book section of the superheroes. Next to him was Eleazar, son of Dodai. That, what? Well, I, what do you mean? The mighty David's mighty men. They're the most badass guys in David's oh, army. Okay. This is his elite force. So these are the, the introductions. Yeah. So we had Jastel being the Hecamite. <clears throat> Who killed 300 people with a spear at once. Like, that's cool. Yeah, and I just believed that. If I was picking my character, I'd be like, maybe that guy. Okay, well, listen to listen to his friends. Next to him was Eleazar, son of Dodai, the Ahohite. One of three one of three mighty men. He was with David at Pas Damim when the Philistines gathered there for battle. At a place where there was a field full of barley, the troops fled from the Philistines. But they took their stand in the middle of the field. They defended it and struck the Philistines down, and the Lord brought a great victory. So basically, three of them went back to back when everyone else felt, ran away and killed mm-hmm. the entire army of Philistines. It's pretty cool. <laughs> three of so the, did he get to all play all three characters at once? No, he's just one of the three. So there's yeah, there's the three, the thirty. Anyways, three of the thirty chiefs came down to David to the rock at the cave of Adullam. While a band of Philistines encamped in the valley of Rephaim. Dude, it's almost comic. It's like just like the comic books where it's like we got like the kryptonites and like the Philistines are like enemy number one. But there's also like the Amalekites, the Jebusites sometimes. Do you know there's there's pink kryptonite what, in Superman lore? What's it do? <laughs> what do you think it does? It's pussy or what? It makes him gay. No, it doesn't. Swear to God. <laughs> Is that to do with like the communist <clears throat> red era? Guess when it was? Guess when this comic came out? When? Two thousand three. Okay. <laughs> How do you know about this? I heard it on a on a podcast. So, uh, so yeah, they came down to the Valley of Rephaim. At that time, David was in the stronghold, and the Philistine garrison was at Bethlehem. David longed for water, and he said, "Oh, that someone would." You'll love this. Oh, that some. Oh, that someone would get me a drink of water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem. So the three broke through the Philistine lines, drew water from the well near the gate of Bethlehem, and carried it back to David. But he refused to drink it. Instead, he poured it out before the Lord. God forbid that I should do this, he said. Should I drink the blood of these men who went to risk their lives? What? Because they risked their lives to bring it back, David would not drink it. Such were the exploits of the three mighty men. So, completely in vain then. Yes. So they charged through enemy lines, got water, made it back. Fucking success. And David dumped it out in front of him. (laughs) That'd be like winning the championship like you think you won. And then them burning the trophy in front of you and be like, no. (laughs) No, you did win. Yeah, kind of, but but it's worthless now. (laughs) Uh, I knew you would get a kick out of that. Such were the... And is that supposed to like, is that supposed to be meaningful? Because he loves God so much, he won't do it? I think it? that he's a righteous man. Yeah, they, they, Why is that righteous, by says, the way? Because they risked their <clears throat> lives to bring it back. David would not drink it. so he wouldn't Why have... wouldn't he let them drink it? They would probably enjoy that water. <laughs> and remember, David... I will not drink the blood of these men. Let them drink their own blood. That is a good point. <clears throat> also, remember, David's the scumbag that went to get... Uh, uh, Uriah killed because he fucked his wife and he was like he did some mm-hmm. scummy shit where he's like attack the strongest part of their wall and then everyone pull back and let Ab- Uriah die 
Like that's the kind of guy David is. I don't remember that. Was well, Uriah he, again? He's the wife of Bathsheba, the guy that David, the hot chick that David saw stunning. He's himself. the husband of Bathsheba. He's, yeah, sorry, the husband. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 the husband. So yeah, so he that's what he's capable of. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, oh, I'm not drinking this water of this man who risked their lives. Just making a public display. Yeah. It's like he got caught yeah. doing it and was like, oh, I can't. Oh, yeah. That, I must not. Yeah, that's kind of like a modern day cancel thing. Like he was going to drink the water and then everyone's like, dude, those people risked their lives for that. Oh, I, I'm not drinking that. I'm dumping that up. That's like being in real life. in <laughs> Like you've lived in chat rooms and in real life you're just going, N! And then people come around and you're <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> uh... Nancy. Abishai, the brother of Joab, was chief of the three. He raised his spear against 300 men whom he killed, and so he became as famous as the three. He was doubly honored above the three and became their commander, even though he was not included among them. So he became their boss. Yeah, but he wasn't the three, but he was above the three, and he's badass, and he's Joab's brother. A little bit of nepotism there. All right. Benaiah, son of Jehodida, was a valiant fighter from Kabzeel who performed great exploits. He struck down two of Moab's best men. He also went down into a pit on a snowy day and killed a lion. And <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Fuck that lion up. Want to see me kill that fucking lion in that pit? I'm going down there. It's snowing. I don't give a fuck. I was going to say it's stupid, but we do that shit now. We yeah. just do it safe. Yeah. Like bullfighting. Back when they used to just kill those guys a bunch of times, that was cool. So, did you realize bullfighting was with swords? Yeah, I used to watch cartoons, and I thought they just well, I tricked the bull. No, they stab. They, they and then stab they stab it like it. a thousand times. The meat can't. It's got to be worse if it's like struggling as it dies. I don't even know if they eat it. Isn't that what I thought that was what it's for originally? Right, we're gonna kill this bull and eat it, so we might as well like make torture a, it first, make a game of it or something like that. Hey, that could be true. Stress hormones dot. Are supposedly make meat taste bad. Are supposedly. Yeah, so that's what hunters say. You want to kill it right away because if it's running. Mm -hmm. Uh, No, that's true. So he he killed a lion. I don't think meat tasted that good back then. They didn't have anything. They only had salt. They didn't even know about marbling, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So he killed this lion. He also And he struck down an Egyptian who was seven and a half feet tall. Although the Egyptian had his spear like a weaver's rod in his hand. Benaiah went against him with a club. He snatched the spear from the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. These were the exploits of Benaiah, son of Jehodida. He too was as famous as the three mighty men. He was held in mm. greater honor he than any... He did a any- lot less. He was held in greater honor of the 30, but was not included among the three as David put him in charge of his bodyguard. Do you know what this also reminds me of? This is like a total fucking guy thing where they're just ranking, like, who's the greatest of all time? So there's the three, there's Joab, <laughs> the commander, and then there's Jeshubim, the Hecamite, he's the chief of the officers. Mm-hmm. And then you got the three, right? They t- fought the Philistines by themselves that whole day. But then there's the guy that killed the lion and the seven-foot-tall Egyptian and two of Moab's best guys. He should probably be above the three, but not <laughs> in the three because he didn't fight all the Philistines. It's like dorks arguing if Superman could beat up Batman type of it, shit. It, it really is. And he, was, he had double the <laughs> honor of the three, but not as much as the 30. <laughs> I was imagining them as Mortal Kombat characters, like bouncing back and forth as you were reading that. They kind of are. And then these were the. I mi- take the three all at once. You know, in a Super Smash Bros, how you can have that two 
yeah, the, the snow tandem. dudes that fight together. Yeah, you, you really get... I was imagining all three just, they only fight back to back. No, they, it'd be like the Hardy Boys. The, like, you beat one almost up, and he finally just taps in his brother, and then all of a sudden you're fighting a totally new, fresh guy. That's sick. While the other guys recuperating. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and cycle each other Yeah, in. I take the three. <laughs> These were the mighty... Ma- the guy I'm, who killed 300 on his own is way cooler than a guy that killed one lion. Well, and a seven-foot-tall Egyptian with his own spear... And two of Moab's best guys. All right. Still not 300 people. But quality over quantity. If you're killing the champions of the other army, that's like... It's as if he killed a guy that killed 300 people. Like, that's... Their seven-foot-tall Egyptian probably has legends about him. Like, that guy killed 200 people at once, and he killed him. Yeah, that's true. Fair enough. But it doesn't actually say that. I'm just thinking of those, like, computer simulations we have of... How many babies or how many toddlers could you kill if they were running? <laughs> Dude, I almost stepped on a baby yesterday. For real? For real. Wow. I was at rugby. I was just walking down the sideline, totally not fucked up, just regular Caleb walk. Mm-hmm. And Simmy goes, whoa. And he grabs me and I stop and there's a baby. Right oh, like me. literally? Yes. And I was like, whoa. And apparently this baby just like rolled out like he was on like this bottom of a cart and he just rolled off and speed crawled like before anyone could notice before the mother could notice Simeon stopped me right in time it was crazy I'm squished a baby I know and the mom was like Jesus apologizing Christ. to me I mean I probably like I did like my foot just touched it I thought it was a dog I was like oh and I stopped but yeah and you actually touched the baby with your yeah. foot and I thought it was a dog and then I was like oh shit you know, you know when you go like oh shit oh shit yeah. yeah it was one of those luckily you weren't walking with purpose dude or that yeah. would have been yeah. a squished baby because sometimes I walk yeah. like that <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, wild. That would ruin my life. Oh, of course. But I really don't think I would have seriously damaged it, hopefully. Dude, I... I am a fat fuck. Dude. I, I'm, I think babies are more fragile than they are. Yeah. Until I hear that every kid, parent drops their baby like yeah. a bunch of times. Yeah. I remember my sister. They're I little don't self-destruct this. bots. They are. They're trying to kill themselves constantly. Like, oh, I bet I could choke on this. <laughs> <laughs> my sister... Fell down a full flight of stairs. How, and my how dad old? saw a, a baby. <laughs> Just tumbling? Could barely crawl. <laughs> and my like, so my dad saw her. That explains cr- speed, a lot. Yeah, right? <laughs> Jesse, that explains a lot. Made her completely gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like they say Roseanne was hit by a car and she was like very <laughs> passive person and she became this outlandish comedian? Yeah. yeah. And my sister was straight right before this as a baby. <laughs> she never did anything gay right before this, I swear to God. Did nothing gay before <laughs> <laughs> okay so she fell all the way down the stairs my dad had like a diving catch <laughs> yeah. and then missed <laughs> just at the wall and it's gone yeah. and then he had to watch oh man that's his terrible. daughter tumble down the stairs she got a giant goose egg on her head yeah completely fine except for the gay my sister my sister was not she was sitting on someone's lap and uh in a, like a minivan in the second seat, and so they had to slam on the brakes for some reason, and she went f- face first in the dashboard, real fucking hard. Ooh! And she had like a Ooh. bruise on her face. Her whole face was a bruise. It was like yellow, purple bruise, and it like pussed and it was like smelly. I remember I was like, "She's gonna be," and then she was fine in like a week. Yeah, they're resilient. <laughs> My sister's dumbass dog has done that so many times. We just laugh. <laughs> A little rat dog smashing into stopping too quick and dog hitting. Suck. Okay. Hitting the dash. I'm sorry to do this to you guys. It's I'm pretty sure the last time. These were the 
<laughs> the mighty men were Asahel, the brother of Joab, Elahon, the son of Dodo from Bethlehem, Shamoth, the Herite. 30 seconds until this is over. Helaz, the Pelonite, Ira, son of Ikesh from Tekoa, a Bezer. Oh, unless you're Christian, then you have to listen. Yeah, this, your if you soul don't believe this, then you can it. skip it. If you're Christian, you got to listen to Sibike, it. Sibike, the Hushite from Eli, the Ahoite. Mahare, the Nephtalite. He led oh, son of Bana, the Neph- Netophotite. Ithia, son of Ribia, from Gabia and Je- Benjamin. Benia, the Pyrotite. Pyrotite? Haria, the- from the ravines of Gash. <laughs> <laughs> the ravines of Gash. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Right behind the house of Hatchet Wound. Right behind the crevice of Taz's it, sister. It's, it's also like redundant. Like the pits of hole. Yeah, that's... <laughs> the, oh, that's good. Uh, Amizava from Baruamite. Alhibaha, the Shalbanite, the guns, the sons of Hesham, the Gizinite, Jonathan, the Shaggy, Jonathan, son of Shaggy, <laughs> legit Shaggy, uh, the Herite, Ahim, son of Sakar, the Herophite, Ithilophol, son of Ur, Hefer, the Merakite, Ahijah, the Pelonite, Hezro, the Carmelite, Nari, the Ez, son of Ezbi. Dude, some of them are son of and some of them are places. Like, what is it? Like, get a fucking... Naming lexicon that makes sense, you fucking assholes. God, God likes to get you for a loop. Z-Lex, I saw a hilarious tweet the other day, and it was like, uh, I name people in my phone like Dan, painter, uh, Steve, delivery guy, Pete, don't answer. And I realized this is exactly how English surnames work. <laughs> 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 that is very funny. Oh yeah, that's that's Rich the Brewer, <laughs> Rich Brewer. Wow, that's a yet that's exactly how it happened. Is there anyone with really cunty last names like fuck? That, it just means like fuck that guy or piece of shit family or like really no one likes him. There's gotta be that we just don't talk about. Yeah, fuck. I wonder what Vesner means. <laughs> Cunts, the cunts next door, the Vesners. I believe that. Uh, Joel, the brother of Nathan. Wow. There's okay. Just right in the middle of all of that. The only two names that stuck for eternity. Mibar, son of Hagri. Zelek, the Ammonite. Nahari, the Berethite. Armor bearer of Joab, son of Zariah. Ira, the Ethite. Garab, the Ithrite. Uriah, the Hittite. Uriah, the Hittite? Uriah, the Hittite was part of the mighty men, dude. Uriah, husband of Bathsheba, who David killed. Uriah, the Hittite, was part of the mighty men. No wonder he had a fucking house right next to David. He's in fucking Beverly Hills of Israel. David's skull, I fucking his wife, gets him killed. <laughs> that makes it so much worse. Yeah. Uriah the Hittite was one of his like elite bodyguards. And his wife was Bathsheba? Yeah. <clears throat> what does Vesner mean? Fuck, dude. Oh. It means in of the woods. Yeah. You're woods people. I'm a woods. <laughs> You're wood people, that dude. That doesn't seem good. It could just mean lumberjack. It means like arrived from the west too. <laughs> yeah, Vesner, duh. Yeah. Vesner. All right, Zadad, son of Ali, Adina, son of Shiza, Reubenite, who, Shiza the Reubenite, who was chief of the Reubenites, and th- and the thirty with him. 
Hanan, son of Maka, Josephat, the Mithonite, Uzziah, the Ashtarothite, Shammah, and Jaleel, the sons of Hotham, the Arariite, Jedidiel, son of Shimri, the brother of Joha, the Tizite, <laughs> Eliel, the Mahavite, Jerubai, and Jeshaviah, the sons of Elnam, Ithmaha, the Moabite. He's got Moabites in his fucking 30 mighty men, but so-and-so's killing two of Moab's best guys. This is a complicated web. He's got enemy soldiers in his 30 body bodyguards, dude. What? Okay, Explain so Explain that to me. Okay, so Ithma, <clears throat> the Moabite. Mm-hmm. If we go back a page... Um, Benia, son of Jehida, was a valiant fighter of Kabzeel who performed great exploits. He struck down two of Moab's best men, meaning that they were at war with Moab at some point. Yeah. This guy is a Moabite. He's in David's elite bodyguard. <laughs> is he just picking and choosing? Maybe he, at some point, this guy was like, you know what? Fuck Moab. I renounced my Moabite past. But he's known as the Moabite. So, yeah, I guess he's like a turn cloak. Of the Moabites, realized the Isra- Israelites were... I like that turn cloak, not turn coat. <sighs> is it... Sounds like more Lord of the Rings. That's that's what the, that's what it is. Turn coat. Turn cloak is from... Yeah. Turn coat. Turn cloak. I think it's from... They both sound like the exact same thing from different times. Yeah, it is. It was turn cloak before <laughs> coat. <laughs> but no one wears cloaks anymore. So like, fuck, we got to update this reference. I think that's... <laughs> yeah. You're, no, you just pointed out to me. I've been saying it wrong. I I read Song of Ice and Fire, and they're all turned cloaks in that story. And I just been saying it <laughs> like that. <laughs> that is cool sounding. Not going to lie. <sighs> I also now feel dumb. Uh, th- and then Eliel, Obed, and Jaseel, the Mesobate. And that's the end of The Mighty Man. I think that believe- brings us to the end of the podcast, does it not? It does. I got to go look at a house in like five minutes here. Do you? Yeah. Okay. We'll save an email for the next time then. No, 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 no. We have time for emails. Fuck that guy. <laughs> okay. I love emails. Where can they send them? Uh, fucking good question. I know that you can click the link on Biblebeaters at canoncomedy.ca. Uh, it's Biblebeaters at canoncomedy.ca. Mm-hmm. No underscores or nothing. Nope. Just Bible beaters with an S. Yep. You cocksucker. CanadaComedy.ca. No, like the name of the podcast. The name of the podcast is The Bible Beater Podcast. Beaters. And we are the Bible, it's the Bible Beaters. The Bible Beaters Podcast is dumb, but whatever. No, okay, what's it's, the email? It's for the Bible Okay, Beater. you can have the last word. <laughs> See what I did there? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb and Kyle. What's up? Really? No, like, fuck hey. you names or anything? Just respectful. He probably was like, "How can they? How can I make it so they say nothing about this?" Caleb, I'll just be direct, <laughs> Caleb, and you still fuck this. I'm just wondering if he's a new listener, based on the fact that haven't heard any of the old emails where everyone just hey, it's his style. That's okay. It's he's just a nice guy. He's a nice lad. <clears throat> I've recently found ah, there we go. <laughs> Told you, welcome. I've recently found your podcast. I've been enjoying listening to your old episodes and new episodes. Fuck, I guess that makes me a cuck. <laughs> you call everybody cucks. Just you, not me. I don't know how that makes anyone a cuck. Um, I think I think just for how much you call people cucks. I, think I feel like I don't say it that much. You, there was a phase in the old episodes where you're calling everybody cucks. So he's probably at that phase. <laughs> probably. And like you're two years moved on. I like, feel like that's I left never, my lexicon now. Yeah, I, I don't call people cucks, but you only said cuck for about six months. I don't say it anymore, but I do fuck a lot of people's wives. 
I'm living it now, really. <laughs> here, here we go. <laughs> I just listened to the Caleb Fest episode. Oh, no. I'm sorry, but it did. And I absolutely loved it. <laughs> See, I told you people love those fucking train wreck episodes. <laughs> They're not my favorite, but I don't hate them. Caleb hates them for the record. Wants me to wanted me to delete it. Your favorite episode, Caleb wanted me to delete it. I just listened to Caleb Fest episode and I absolutely loved it. What a great shit show of a listen. Seriously, one of my favorite episodes, in parentheses, me looking around my empty room for agreement. <laughs> yeah. So Kyle fucking does. <clears throat> hey, am I right? Now that we have the video, you can see Kyle do that. You can go to Canada Comedy. You didn't do it today though. What? No, I did not. If you want to look up old episodes where I'm doing it constantly, Canada Comedy on YouTube. Just search Bible Beaters or find the YouTube channel. On to my question. I'm a pastor's kid. Oh, well, dude, I'm sorry, and I know what you've gone through. Lutheran. Oh, they're strict. They're strict over there, the Lutherans. Hopefully less pedophilia. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe... I've recently started to recognize how the existence of God is completely ridiculous and makes zero sense. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> that feels so awesome, dude. At first, it feels... Collecting pastor's kids is like that black dude that is collecting KKK rubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, we converted another one. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> at first, it's. I mean, it's not really that liberating at first. It's kind of like, so everything I think is not true. No, no, no. It sucks. It's going to haunt the rest of your life, but it feels good to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but then later it, you kind of realize <clears throat> that it's easier to like make sense of the world without that yeah. fucking giant lie. And in also your head. you can choose decisions that don't benefit God. You can just use. Yeah. You can choose things that benefit you and the people around you like and, to better their lives. on your podcast so everyone can hear it forever. <laughs> People love it, dude. Just a train wreck pod every once in a while. How the existence of... I have recently started to recognize how the existence of God is ridiculous and makes zero sense. I no longer believe in God and listening to you guys read the Bible just solidifies the fact at how dumb organized religion is. I am married with two kids. Oh, damn. I expected you to be way younger in my mind. No, dude. A lot of people, it takes a long time to like actually get through the whole thing. Fucking good for you, dude. I'm married with two kids, and my wife is of similar mindset. However, I've not broken the news to my dad yet. That'll probably be a tough one. This will eventually have to come out as we will no longer, we will not be doing first communion or confirmation with our kids. Still about 10 years away. Yeah. My question to you guys is, should I break the news now or wait until the news comes up on its own? And how should I break the news? Well, I got, I got an answer for that, but you should go first. You have direct experience <clears throat> that is a tough one uh I, what i think now this is not what i did mine was like a kind of a slow they were very like a much a part of my losing my faith because they you, were you caleb screamed it at them the <laughs> entire time is his answer but they okay well the, also they were fucking the per, the people forcing it on me all the time and mm -hmm. i'd have to be like i don't want to go to church why because i don't think it's true why and then we'd have to get in those mm -hmm. and then they would continue to say it's true and i go how about this not making sense with that and then once i then i started to pile on because if they're going to talk about it listen to me getting all worked up i love it if they're going to bring it up i'm going to fucking finish the argument that's how i anyways and move the mountain and they're famous yeah exactly i literally pointed at a mountain and demanded that they pick it up and move it and they're like don't be ridiculous i'm like that's what the bible says they're like caleb looks like you don't have a lot of faith yeah i know anyways um i would recommend 
if I were okay, so I'm trying to put myself in your shoes, like a bit, like I, probably my age, two kids, and I don't know what your relationship is with your parents right now. Like, do you guys talk all the time? Do you live in the same town? Are they like? Do you just see each other at holidays? I think that one of the best ways to do this is in writing because you can really like say exactly what you mean. Like you can write it and read it a few times and get somebody else to read it. I think I think writing is selfish. Uh, well, then you can talk about it after. Here's why can't you get like it's you're gonna big text from something? Yeah, because not a text, a letter. No, I know, a long letter. form. That's what I'm saying. But you're denying them any response or critique yeah, immediately to course. anything you've said. Of course, you're that's, going. This is exactly how it is, regardless that's, that's of how the you point. react. And they yeah. can write back, and you can talk <clears throat> about it. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's why. Because if you're telling them and they're reacting in the heat of the moment, that's what mm-hmm. we're trying to avoid, Kyle. I mean, I guess you could call that it would such, drive me crazy. That's the old way of communicating, by the way. Most people communicated in writing in long form. It's very inefficient. Um, it No, it takes the exactly what you said is selfish, the emotions. It kind of removes that, which is the point. In, in a it sense. removes any critique from any of the no, words you're saying. Not any critique, because mm-hmm. all the critiques you have can still be made. You can still make those critiques. Like a month later? Yes. Have you seen the postal system here, dude? It fucking <laughs> sucks dick. Email, you fucking idiot. I'm not... You said you're going to send a real letter. A letter. I meant... A, well, a, li- a writing. You Okay, a letter. I What's the difference between email and a text? There's almost... It's almost both instantaneous. A text implied is a short communication. Meet me at this place. An email is long form it, by its very nature. Anyways, that's what... I don't want to argue about this dumb fucking thing. It's just funny that I was like, by text, you're like, no, fuck you. By letter. And then by letter, you meant email. There is also, okay. um, Again, so like back to this guy. So I I don't, so your dad's a pastor. How big is his church? And like, how old is he? If you have two kids, he might be pretty old. Um, And how, what kind of a pastor is he? Is he like, uh, so Luther usually is pretty strict fire and brimstone guy. I'm going to assume he's kind of a cunt. I'm just going to assume that. If that's not true, please disregard. He could be a very, like, if he's the loving, like, nice guy pastor that's actually a good pastor, like, helping people, I'm less, I'm, I kind of, like, have more, uh, I don't go as hard as But it wasn't people. how to change his parents' mind. No, it's how, it's to, how break, to break, the, break news. the news. Well, that type of a person is usually a much more understanding where you're like, I'm wrestling with a lot of, a lot of this doesn't make sense within itself. And they mm-hmm. go, I have questions too and it's okay to question and or there's the fire and brimstone guy that's like doubt's bad you're going to hell mm-hmm. get the fuck out of my sight those those are kind of the two extremes of pastors I, he didn't paint a lot about his dad but the people that have parents like that have always almost said it in emails yeah and <clears throat> I, like me and my parents it was a big fight but i my parents i well but at least it's not anymore uh, it's not it kind of still is but <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> What I was going to say is my parents, uh, I don't think they would say this, but they love me more than God because that's been evidenced by the fact they, they would never admit that. But yes, yeah, they always want they always they they like I, I'm the prodigal son. In, okay, if I they did say all that the drugs. Allowed, they go to hell, though. I fucking I did drugs. I basically told them to fuck off. I like stole from them. I like was a really bad son for a long time. So and they were always there. So they were in that they were always fantastic parents. And we did argue about God, but they kind of always loved me first. That's because you're the firstborn and they gave you all the magical powers and they can't take it back. But what I'm getting at is I know most, maybe not most is the right word. Some pastor's kids, it's just disowned. Like they're like, okay, 
it, that's it's off. We're no longer friends. Then that would be a lot harder, and I didn't have to go through that. If my parents completely cut me off, I don't know what the fuck. I'd probably be dead, honestly. I probably would have fucking killed myself in my 20s. Yeah, or you'd just be like, fine. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) I I think I'd be worse, honestly, without my parents. Think so? I think so. Yeah, it could be. I think I'd be much worse. I think everyone's worse without their parents. I got a strategy. So what's what's your strategy, Kyle? Groom them like you're trying to fuck them. You got 10 years to groom them, right? Start, right? Yeah. They're going to turn 18. You got 10 years. Start slow. You got 10 years before the, the, this big event comes up with their kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you groom, the, groom your parents. Start not praying. Dude, you, the way you said that, groom them like you're trying to fuck them and they're going to turn 18. I was like, what are you saying, dude? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I meant, I meant groom them like you're trying to fuck them. The parents. Yeah, the parents. Okay, but the, <clears throat> not the kids. Yeah, I understand how that's confusing. <laughs> Okay. Don't fuck the kids. Your own kids. For the kids. record, don't fuck your own kids. Even though you're <laughs> deep in religion, you're out now, don't do it. <laughs> okay, so how do you groom your parents? Well, like- you s- just start with little things. You got 10 years to get them used to the idea that you don't like this shit anymore. Dropping the whole bomb all at once is going to bring up everything. Right? Dude. Just start not praying at dinner. Like, start little shit like that. Don't go to Easter Mass. Like that shit you do. Or if you go to church all the time right now, which it sounds like you don't, but you might go a couple times a year, stop going to that. And then in five years, drop more, start going, yeah, I don't really think I believe in this shit. And then by 10 years, they're so used to all the little dissent you've, they're, they're, they're not going to be surprised that you're not doing it to your kids at that point. That's one way. <clears throat> um, that, that could work. I mean, again, we don't know this guy's relationship. If they're kind of like, I could see the what I see is like there's some. If there's potential for this to blow up and they like fuck yeah, you, we're not gonna have anything to do with you. I do the breadcrumb thing. Yeah, if they're, but if they're strict, they'll be like, <laughs> "Why aren't you praying at dinner?" And then that's the fight right there, like first night. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work, you know. It's a good point. Is there smaller steps? Dude, besides I was thinking, not praying at dinner. I was thinking about okay, what about reverse? What Kyle said. You go. You just become more and more orthodox in their presence. You start taking every little law seriously, <laughs> and like out Christian him and be like. I think we should become, we should be biblical literalists because this is the word of God and just like make it, uh, make him say, well, we're not doing that, right? That's stupid. And then you'd be like, well, it's part of the Bible. And then the whole thing's retarded. You think you're, think there's a chance since his dad's a Lutheran pastor that he just goes, yeah, you're right. (laughs) And then now it's worse. Now you're in that world. (laughs) Yeah. See, that's why I think the letter's the best way. Um, Now, as far as contents of the letter, I guess that's your own thing, but I, I, the way, what would be a small thing you could do in, in their presence that would like, what's the first step if you wanted to do my thing? If, if not praying at the dinner table is too much. Well, I think that's a, actually a perfectly reasonable, good first step. Like, okay. It has to be like, I don't know what's a smaller thing. It depends how you already live your life, but yeah, not praying at dinner. Skip you still, you can pray it, but we're not gonna. Or yes, <clears throat> I, hey, I'm not. I, I if you go to the same church type thing, like I'm not. I can't come this Sunday. Oh, you start going to like Catholic church instead of Lutheran. That's yeah, a nice or <laughs> online church, and you start. You can. There's this uh, church of a football Sunday. It's it's very yeah the church of Roger Goodell. The the thing that gets complicated though, like let's say you go to a different church or you start listening to like 
I don't know, fringe Christian or, podcast. Or hey, you start listening to the Bible Beaters every Sunday. Yeah, instead. yeah, yeah. Yeah, show them one episode <laughs> of this shit. Show them the episode <laughs> of us talking to Trey on Patreon. Damn. Um, they'll they'll like say like you're backsliding. Like, it's hard to tell where people will intervene in your spiritual life because it is their business. The Bible says that if your brothers and sisters are fucking up, you have to tell them about it. Here's what you do though: you drop the news on them as you're dropping them off at the airport on a flight they have to catch, so they have no time to argue. And you go, by the way, this, and then you fucking close the door and drive away, <laughs> yeah. and they have to take the flight. Yeah. So there's no conflict at the moment. God's anymore. not real. Christianity's a lie. Bye. And then you just turn your phone off for like two days. And then you're good to go. How is that different than writing a letter? You don't give them a chance to respond. That's exactly insensitive. the same. Thing <laughs> but it's funnier. <laughs> as far as the contents of your letter, yeah. I recommend in my experience with this, I kept it all. I argued. Well, actually, at first I argued about hell you and free will. No, no, no. I did eventually write letters. But uh, my theologically, I'm talking about mm-hmm. like, so as far as like why you don't believe in God or what you're going to tell your dad, like you can't, I don't believe in God. The first thing is going to be a why. Right. So I personally, that'll be a personal probably question. You have probably have your own reasons. I, hell seemed ridiculous. Free will seemed like it wasn't true. And then, then I started to study the Bible. And I, I, after that, I made all my arguments with my parents be about the Bible. So I just quoted the Bible at them and then, <laughs> they would have to justify or explain it puts them on their back foot because they have to fucking say like I, I don't know if you heard the podcast with my mom on when I was like why do the Perfect bears example well, my why do bears eat children uh, well Caleb that's a complicated my battery's dying they deserved it bye like mm-hmm. that's kind of how it ended they ate them as a Punishment. What, punishment for calling the prophet bald. And then, like, what did the kids do? Oh, they made fun of someone's hair. Yeah. They, so they all deserve to die. They disrespected the prophet. And that's just. Yeah. And then you're like, yes. You're like, why? Because they were leading a bad life by calling him bald. No, they did secret things in the background, so they deserved it. Yeah. Yes. And that's not in the Bible, by the way. <laughs> yeah. No. My mom started saying, "Well, they were bad people. Like, they needed- doesn't say they were. Yeah. No, it just says they were used. You're assuming they were because God murdered them. Yeah. And uh, so that, that's, I guess, where I would go with that kind of a stuff, but. Remember, they are tethered to and have to believe the Bible, which puts them at a severe disadvantage because this is in writing and they argue about it with each other. So that's a kind of like my dad really when we got down it like he, he he's like, look, I don't know. I don't really think hell exists. My dad had to say, I'm like, well, it says it does. He's like, well, it's probably just God just not being or like you're just out of God's presence. I'm like, well, what about the screaming and torturing? That's a comp that you don't go there forever. That's just until you pay. So th- what exactly? Exactly. Well, because you don't want that it, to be true. Yes. Because, well, also, it doesn't match with an all loving, nice guy. God, I don't know where you where anyone gets that from because uh, it says it over and over. Well, he ju- he says it. Yeah, that he says it and then tortures then people, tortures people. And <laughs> but kills he says children. it. So that's that's where the stuff comes in. Action speed louder than words. Ever hear that one? Oh, yeah. So, actually, I'm quite late now, so I must go. Okay. Thanks for doing the Lord's work. Anonymous. <laughs> the and Lord's then work. Goes, God should be doing his own fucking work. <laughs> and then it goes, fuck, my name is in the email address. Retard. <laughs> All right. P.S. How fucking annoying is it to read some loser's attempt at being funny when you guys literally do comedy? I enjoy it. I enjoy it. You know what? That wasn't bad. And? As far as uh, attempts at doing... Being funny, that was pretty good in an email. I also appreciate what we're going through, that you appreciate what we're going through. Because, <laughs> yes, it is annoying sometimes. <laughs> Some people's emails are just like, oh, my God, that's so not funny. Yeah. All right. See you.